Welcome to the Women Aging Awesomely podcast, the perfect space to empower women to say goodbye, good riddance, and even bye, Felicia, to the mischief of menopause. Here, we banish the mindset of it sucks to get old and turn our menopausal woes into wins. I'm your host, Stephanie Fowler, certified in women's wellness and yoga and host of Women Aging Awesomely. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Women Aging Awesomely. So before we get started with our topic today about are you where you want to be yet, I'd like to ask if you know of a fellow female friend, office coworker, maybe your next door neighbor, or even um, your favorite cousin that might also be entering midlife. And if she happens to be struggling with a low mood, maybe low metabolism, low confidence, or even low energy, I would love for you to share this episode with her, or maybe a few hers. (laughs) You might know more than one uh, lovely lady that would benefit. So share it. Take a screenshot, post it on your favorite social media hangout, um, and even tag a couple of bestest besties. That's hard to say. (laughs) And hey, speaking of tagging, go ahead and tag me while you're at it so I can personally say thank you. Um, And so you don't miss next week's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. If your podcast platform allows you to leave a review, such as Apple Podcasts, for instance, I would love for you to leave one because here's the deal. Reviews really help my podcast get suggested to more and more women. So let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode. All right, my friend, let's dive into today's topic. It's all about you and if you are where you want to be. Now, maybe that might not necessarily be a physical thing. Like, you know, for instance, I would love to be out on the Riviera just soaking up the sun, (laughs) having a little umbrella drink and so forth and so on with not a care in the world. Um, But in terms of you and the goals that you have for yourself. That's what we're talking about. And, you know, these goals might be career-related. They might be um, around-the-house related because, you know, come on, there's always something to be done around the house, right? Um, It might even be just personal, like with your body or your mindset, or maybe there's a hobby that you want to get involved in, you know, so forth and so on. There are so many things you can be thinking about that you want to do or that you want to be. And so it kind of goes into the idea of goals. So do you have goals for yourself? I sure hope you answered yes. And if you answered no, then my friend, my friend, (laughs) set a date for yourself to do some reflecting, like tonight. No time like the present, right? Grab your notebook, grab your pen, grab your hot tea or a glass of wine, and set yourself up for some reflecting. That is absolutely what you need to do. And speaking of that, if you happen to be listening to this podcast episode at the time of recording, and it's like right here at the end of April, then we just had a super full moon and it happened to be in 
the sign of Scorpio. So if you happen to keep up with astrology and you're a little bit woo-woo with that kind of thing, um, a Scorpio is a water sign, meaning that um, there's a lot of emotions to be uncovered to really reflect on and it would just be the perfect time to do the reflecting and to set some goals for yourself. Um, full moon energy is great anyway. It's all about, you know, beginnings and um, uh, wrapping things up and, and setting things straight, all of that type of thing. Um, but especially in this energy of being in touch with yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. Oh my gosh, perfect time to be doing some goal setting if you don't have goals. And if you do have goals, hey, reflect on them again. Okay, maybe you've got goals, but you might fall into that category of having the goals, but not having achieved them yet. Uh, Maybe you're stuck. Maybe something is blocking you. Um, you just don't know what to do to to get going. Um, and we all have that happen from time to time. And sometimes it's the bad habits that get in the way. I recently did a sugar detox, which, uh, by the way, is still available. So, hey, just um, send me a, an email if you would like to get in touch with me about that. It is absolutely still something that you can participate in because it's all um, self-paced. We did have it originally as, as a big launch of doing it all at the same time. And by the way, it's free. But it is is since become something that you can just sign up for. You'll get a wonderful PDF delivered to you. Um, you will have some some tips every single day for five days straight, and it's a wonderful way to um, you know take all these added sugars, whether it's physically you're adding it from the sugar bowl or it's added sugars that are in the foods that you buy that are already, you know, pre-made, and just kind of detoxing your body from that. I cannot tell you how beneficial that was for me to have done um, several years ago, and so I wanted to put something together for anybody that that would like to do it. And um, what I did was a full month. This is just kind of like a kickstart thing for five days. So yes, um, in fact, I'll put that in the show notes so that you can absolutely sign up and get started um, today. (laughs) All right. So yeah, bad habits, they can totally get in the way. And so um, sometimes you just need a little bit of help. So you know, it's simple, really. You're just not where you deserve to be yet. And I have to tell you, I love the word yet because it makes something uh, seem not permanent, that it's temporary, and that you're still making that forward progress toward what you want to do, right? Um, And sometimes it takes quite a few tries to get to where you want to be. So I love that word yet. And just a a super cute story to share with you. Um, The last half of my 30-year career as an educator, I was at what's called an alternative school. And that means I was working with um, a smaller group of students. We we did not have the huge schools that that you typically think of. Um, We had a smaller class size. We had a smaller school population, and we were working mainly with kids who had done something they should not have done and been sent to our school. 
um, they can no longer stay at their regular school. Sometimes that was for like, seriously, the rest of their high school career. Sometimes that was just for, you know, a semester. Sometimes it might be for the remainder of the year, just depending. So there were lots of little, you know, nuances with all of that stuff. It depended on what they had done, um, or maybe it was a combination of things, so forth and so on. But just know that I worked with a group of students that were at risk um, because, you know, there were there had been a little bit of trouble in their lives. Um, sometimes they had some, you know, skills that they needed to build up, whether it be social emotional learning, whether it be academic, whether it be, um, you know, just so many things in general, right? And we loved our students. It was a super, super wonderful job. I loved it. It was so rewarding when you saw our kids come in and be uncertain um, or just be really lacking in some areas, or maybe they were angry because they had to come to our school. Um, Maybe they had disappointed their parents. You know, so many things kind of factored into that, right? But it was so wonderful to see them blossom, to see them thrive, to see them hit some goals, to see them succeed, and in terms of the high school group, to see them walk across the stage and grab their diploma with their name emblazoned on it and just really, you know, turning and looking at their parents in the audience, their family, their loved ones, their, their um, you know, whole family there and just seeing them cry. You know, it was wonderful. It was truly wonderful. I'm smiling as I say that. So I tell you that story because um, we had moved our location and we had changed our school name. And by the way, as a quick little aside, um, our old location is currently where they film um, the Stranger Things school scenes. So if you happen to watch that show on Netflix, the school scenes from the first couple of seasons of it are all shot in the school I used to work at. It's so cool and exciting. I recognize everything. I recognize the parking lot. It's awesome. Um, But yeah, so back to the story. Our um, principal at the time, and we had changed um, administration as well. We had changed quite a bit um, when we made that move. You know, the location, the name, the administration, so forth. But the um, administration, the the principal had gotten um, all of us a shirt. I'm talking the, you know, the the teachers, the paraprofessionals, the office staff, um, the school nutrition, counseling, um, custodial staff, social workers. May have even gotten the bus drivers these shirts too. I can't remember. And they were a maroon color, which I loved because my undergraduate um, <clears throat> was from Mississippi State University, and our school colors are maroon and white. So shout out to the hashtag Hell State. If you happen to be from Mississippi State or have gone there, then hey, Hell State. <laughs> but our, our shirts were maroon, and they had the school name on the front, and on the back, there was a dot, dot, dot known to English teachers across the land as an ellipsis. So there was a dot, dot, dot in the word yet. And I love that. It's just so wonderful. So that symbolized, you know, a variety of things for our students. Um, They had not graduated yet. They um, had not met their goals yet. They, um, you know, it just could mean so many different things, right? And um, they just were not where they deserved to be yet. 
And so I say that because that was such a, a powerful word that we literally had it on the back of these wonderful maroon shirts as we moved into this new building. So um, think about that. You are not where you deserve to be yet. And it came to me as I was typing up my little outline for today's um, show, for today's episode, (laughs) that you could even say that 2021 is not where it wants to be yet. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I've been thinking that it's almost like 2020 2.0. It just, it it needs to kind of keep moving and reaching its goals too, because I don't think 2021 is where it wants to be yet either. (laughs) But um, speaking of 2021 and speaking of 2020, as of this recording, it's April 2021. So think about it. It was just over a year ago that the shutdowns were going on. Um, I was worried about the women I work with. I was worried about women who were my clients, women who followed me on my Facebook business page or my Instagram or even my Pinterest. Yeah, you can look me up, Women Aging Awesomely on Pinterest. Um, And also women who received my wellness and yoga tips via email. I was worried about all of them because there was so much uncertainty in the air at that point in time about COVID. I mean, to be honest, there's still some uncertainty, right? And I mean, back then, there was literally no toilet paper to be found. Do y'all remember that? Oh my gosh. So to help people, to help women, to help my clients and so forth um, get outside for fresh air, to boost not only their mood, but also energy levels too. I created a free social distance walking program. And you know what? Honestly, it's still relevant today. And that social distance walking program is still available. So it is free. And if you would like to check it out and try it out, then click the link in the show notes of this podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by my monthly membership, 12 live classes each month, averaging out to less than the price of a fancy cup of coffee from Starbucks. Talk about a great value. And hey, if you can't make it live, no worries at all. Each class is recorded thanks to the ladies in class that all remind me to hit the record button, Stephanie. The link is in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you meet your midlife energy, weight loss, and confidence goals. All right, so back to the episode. Back to you and back to your goals. Oh my goodness, January, February, March, and now April have come and gone. Well, we're almost finished with April. And you're not exactly where you plan to be, right? Whatever intentions you started the year with have done little more than collect dust on your sticky note that you wrote them down on, or heck, maybe it was an index card or even a fancy goal planning workbook. Um, or even a calendar, and you haven't looked at it, your goals, your intentions, since late January. I mean, it's one thing to plan, but it is another thing entirely to take action toward meeting those goals. 
to take the steps required to bring them into reality. Heck, to even think about what those steps need to be, right? In which case, I have a question for you. Do you know what steps you need to take to achieve the ambitious goals that you set for your midlife years so that you can be energized, you can be confident, you can be mobile, and just do all the things that you still want to do in this, you know, midlife chapter of your life? Because if your answer is anything other than, yes, Stephanie, I'm 100% clear, then again, I feel you need to make that date with yourself and plan things out. Set goals up and create actionable steps to go with them. And that's what I've done with several women in my one-to-one wellness coaching. And, you know, it's not always about weight loss either. Sometimes it's about organizing my clients' days, getting rid of overwhelm. Um, Sometimes it's about getting the groove back and doing more with friends and et cetera, especially with, you know, how 2020 played out, right? Um, We set goals and we make things actionable. We meet once a week. This is virtual as well. And um, we work in what's called a backwards design format almost. It's like you've got the goal. Now, how are we going to get to that goal? What do we need to do? So we kind of like work backwards all the way to where we, you know, currently are. And then we move forward. So speaking of, you know, all of this, and you know me, I love to get some statistics in when I can. Those who set actionable uh, tasks for their goals and initiate some type of a weekly progress check, they tend to achieve 40% more with their goals than those who did not do any of that, who just kind of set a goal and, you know, let it collect dust on on their planner or their calendar. Um, And 83% of the population, 83% doesn't even have goals, let alone the actionable steps to achieve each one of them. So please, please, please do not let this be you. Remember, you are not where you deserve to be yet. All right. Well, that's it for today. It's kind of like, you know, um, a four-month check-in on how your goals or your intentions or your resolutions or whatever it is that you call them at the beginning of the year, how those are going. And I hope that you are listening to this podcast and thinking, yep, I'm exactly where I need to be. But if not, then please set that date for yourself, plan out some goals, and then think about some steps that you can take for those goals so that you can get there, okay? All right, my friend, that's it for today. Please subscribe to my podcast so you won't miss my next episode. And if you happen to listen to my podcast on Apple Podcast, please leave a review. I would super duper appreciate it. And remember, aging is part of life, so we might as well do it awesomely. Until next time, this is Stephanie Fowler, your host of Women Aging Awesomely.